Hi, this is Billy D. If you enjoy this podcast, please like and subscribe. Let's grow NAI basketball. Thank you. Cascade Hoops Talk, bringing the world NAI basketball one podcast at a time. Good morning. It's Friday, November 10th, and NAI basketball is starting to really heat up. We're going to uh, talk about uh, several games, a couple upsets, and uh, number one, College of Idaho was in action. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the College of Idaho game, and then we're going to have Coach Drake, Greg Tonigal, head men's basketball coach at Indiana Wesleyan. I talked to him after the Olivet Nazarene game the other day. And then we're going to talk about the rest of the NAI top 25 and a couple of upsets. So why don't we start with College of Idaho? They played tonight um, Northwest Nazarene. Now, Northwest Nazarene, they used to be a Cascade Conference team. And then they decided that life would be better if they went to NC2A Division II. And they're very close. I think Colby told me like 10 minutes up the road from College of Idaho. And they always play twice a year. So all of the Cascade Conference roots for College of Idaho. And in the last uh, couple of years, College of Idaho gets the best of them. So tonight at Caldwell, at College of Idaho, uh, the Yotes beat them 72 to 57. Um, some, uh, they go to, the Yotes go to 2-0. and Samaji Morgan right here, he had, uh, what was it, 19 points, 9 rebounds. He's a sophomore out of Churchill High School in Eugene. Oh, man, he's an amazing point guard. And then my buddy Jake O'Neill here, he had 13 points and 9 rebounds. He's one of these other guys that just gets boards that you can't figure out how he's getting them. You know, one of those kind of guys. So the, the Yotes now are 2-0, and and then they won't be in action for another week when they take on Vanguard. So College of Idaho is still rolling. Oh, one other fact about this game, they also – held Northwest Nazarene to 17, you can't see it, there's too small, 17 second half points, and they held them to 35% shooting. So they thumped them, which is good. That was good. Congratulations, College of Idaho. So why don't we uh, uh, listen to uh, Coach Tonigal? As I said, I talked to him after the Olivet Nazarene game. Cascade Hoops Talk, Billy D. Hey, I got Greg Tonigal, head men's basketball coach, Indiana Wesleyan. Welcome, Coach Tonigal. Billy, appreciate you having me on. Uh, you were up at uh, Indi- or, uh, Olivet Nazarene last night, came away with a tough, hard-fought win. Uh, they, they're tough to play up there, aren't they? They are. I think Coach Berkey does an excellent job. Uh, they play really hard. Uh, they play together, and uh, they're just tough to beat at home. So we we weren't taking that game lightly by any. You know, you're uh, you're kind of melding this this team together. Uh, you know, Cleaver played really well. He has been playing really well all season, and Buchanan is really starting to come on. Uh, talk about the importance of a tough non-conference game like that in game. What are you four or five? Uh, do do you feel it really brought your team together? What what do you think your team took away from that? Yeah, that, that's the exact message that we talked about heading into the, this game, that road challenges like these, they, they galvanize you. They, they bring you together as a team. And uh, 
that's why we schedule these because we've got to continue to learn how to be unified in big moments and in tough moments. And when you go on the road against a team like Olivet, you know, you're going to be forced to do that. And that's exactly how it played out last night. You know, we jumped out to an early lead. They took a late lead and then we responded, you know, and as a coach, you're, you're looking for those markers of growth. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, last night did that. And, you know, we're still trying to figure out who we are. We, we're down two starters and, uh, you know, one of them being Luke Brown, who's was probably going to be our leading scorer. So figuring out how we're going to, you know, score as a team fill in those gaps is is critical for us and I guess there's probably no better place to do it than on the road you know I was going to ask you about that I know coming into the season uh this year you are going to uh try to uh, play a few more guys uh right now you're playing about seven uh uh, Javen and uh Cleaver though are playing long minutes uh are you concerned about that I am, and I give myself an F for last night's coaching efforts in terms of substitutions because, you know, that wasn't the plan. It certainly wasn't the plan a month ago. You know, we thought we had a nine-man rotation and, uh, you know, two starters go down. And uh, we'll get Nolan Mater back here soon. But, uh, you know, even 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 with those two starters, we just said we were going to extend the bench, and I think we had. Well, it was easy when you're up 30 at home, which we did the other night. It's It's tougher when you're on the road. And, uh, we actually were talking about that as a staff this morning and just I took ownership of it. I did a poor job and I've got to extend the bench, even if you got new guys that you fully don't trust yet, you know, because they haven't had an opportunity to, to earn your trust. You earn it by just, you know, practices and games and, and it's early. I've, I've just got to put those guys out there and I can't be overplaying guys like Javen and Griff and, um, you know, because down the, in the Crossroads League, you can't win with seven guys. You, you got to play a, a deeper rotation than that. Somebody that really you got the uh, Cademan Bontrager from uh, Fort Wayne. Uh, he's a redshirt freshman. He's really been giving you some strong minutes, hasn't he? Cademan's been awesome. He took a huge uh, step forward just in maturation, physically, but both just understanding the game. And uh, he's one of our most productive players. You know, per minute, uh, he's probably the most productive player in terms of points and rebounds. And he's only a freshman because we redshirted him. Uh, in a couple of years, everybody's going to say, where, where did this kid come from? Well, he's just developed and he's bought in and he continues to get better. So you got past the hurdle last night. Uh, what are you three and one right now? Uh, but man, you got a, you got a pretty tough string in front of you before, before Christmas, <laughs> you're, uh, going to host Rio Grande and then Huntington comes to town. You go to grace, a uh, grace is good. I watched them this weekend and then you play Bethel, another team. They're big, they're strong. Uh, boy, it it doesn't get any easier, Coach. By far the toughest start we've ever had. You know, I mean, we're we're loaded on the front end. We play the top of the crossroads. We have uh, no easy games outside of the league schedule. But like I've said before, you know, I think we've embraced that. We've chosen to play this schedule, uh, at least the non-conference uh, as such, because that's where our program's at. You don't learn anything when you beat people by 30. Um, so we're learning a lot about ourselves and uh, we're growing as a team and hopefully it position, positions us later on in the year. You know, the one positive thing about your schedule between now and Christmas is you get a lot of home cooking. You have to go down to Grace. It's a short drive, but boy, that's a tough place to play. Uh, but, you, you know, playing there in Lucky Arena, talk, talk about how special that is. I had that opportunity last year to be in there. That's a special place. Yeah, there's no place like home, and our, our fans are filling it out. Our students have been great. Uh, it's just been a great atmosphere, um, and you got to protect home. You know, I think that's something we, we let a few slip last year, and uh, you've got to protect home and do a better job. So that's something we've been talking about. 
Well, Coach Tonegal, as you uh, get onto this stretch here between now and Christmas, I wish you a lot of luck. I really appreciate you taking a couple of minutes to uh, get with us this morning. Congratulations on the big win last night. Bill, always good to be on. appreciate all you do for uh, small college basketball. That's Greg Tonegal. He's head men's basketball coach, uh, Indiana Wesleyan. Thank you much, Greg. Appreciate it. Thanks, Bill. Hey, thank you very much to uh, Coach Greg Tonegal and Indiana Wesleyan. Coach Tonegal, stand-up guy, uh, always gives me a few minutes whenever I reach out to him. Uh, I always enjoy working with him. Thank you, Coach. So let's go down. Also in action tonight, number five, Georgetown. They took on uh, Midway at home. Uh, a game you probably thought wouldn't have much drama, but in the first half, I mean, Midway was giving them everything they could handle. Uh, and uh, it, it, right toward, I'm going to say right toward the end of the first half, Georgetown kind of started taking control of this game. Uh, and th in the second half, uh, they really, as you can see, they grabbed their throat. 87-65, uh, uh, they won this game. Uh, for, for the Tigers tonight, Rashad Bishop, 17 points, five rebounds for the freshman. And then uh, Jabron Spikes, 13 points. Again, they won 87-65. So your Tigers now are 5-0. One thing I'll say about Georgetown, it seems as though every time I, I uh, call their game, it seems like you have uh, different different players as the leading scorers and rebounds uh, rebounders. I think it's a, it seems to be a deep team. Of course, we'll have to see as time goes. Also tonight, boy, send off the bells and whistles. Wayland Baptist tonight had to go to Our Lady of the, the Lake. They just moved up to number 10. They lost to Our, Our Lady of the Lake. Our Lady of the Lake came into this game 0-3. Of course, it's early in the season. You're not sure exactly what to make of that. But they lost 84-73. to They now go to 3-1 for Our Lady of the Lake. Lonzo Rand, he had 22 points, and Trey Law, he had 20 points, and Brayon Powell, sorry if I mispronounce your name, he had 11 rebounds. So the Whalen Baptist, uh, they don't play again until the 18th when they play Southwest, and they're 3-1. and one. That's a significant upset tonight. Also tonight, the Jinx out of Southwestern, the Mound Builders, uh, they took on Haskell Indian Nations University. They won that game 90-68. to That takes them to 3-0. Who was the leading scorer in this game? Oh, Kevin Clark. It was a shocker. 34 points, 4 rebounds. He had a night. That dude, can, that he, he could score the ball. So now uh, Southwestern, they'll be back in action tonight against uh, Park. Also tonight, another, another upset. Not quite as big an upset. Um, but oh, one more down. Uh, Florida College, they fell to Ave Maria 102 to 96. Uh, for Ave Maria, Nick, Nick uh, Filcher, he had 24 points. And Jack Watkins, he had 16 points. You know, Ave Maria, the Jirene came into this game 4-0. Uh, and oh. I think uh, Florida College came in 4-1. and one. Yeah, not a, I don't think it's a huge upset. It's unfortunate for... Uh, the Falcons because they just broke into the top 25 and, and sometimes that's hard to do when you're right there on the edge but big win for Ave Maria so this weekend oh hold I want to go over one more game 
You guys probably already know this. Point Park went to D1 Robert Morris. They did fall 66 to 56. I pulled this off the Robert Morris site. It kind of shows the run of the game. And Point Park led, uh, somebody from Point Park texted me and said they they led the game 18 minutes and two seconds. Uh, they, they really had them on the ropes. Uh, you can see by these little graphs, this is uh, odds to win. And the, of course, this is the, the points graph through the, through the game. Really a great job by Point Park, uh, putting a good, good size scare into to D1 Robert Morris. And of course, that was at Robert Morris. So the, this weekend, we'll be back Monday morning to catch you up with the, all the top 25 and NAI news. But this weekend, we're going to be out all weekend at Warner Pacific. Uh, that's not too far. It's easy enough drive for me. Uh, they're in Portland, Oregon. They and Multnomah are going to take on Providence and Vanguard in a two-day tournament. It's the um, uh, Portland. Oh, anyway, it's a tournament there. It's put on by Oxford Suites. It's going to be some great basketball. Uh, and so look for we'll have player interviews, coaches, coach interviews, and we'll we'll just be covering the entire tournament uh, this weekend. And then so look for that on Twitter. And on YouTube, all all of the, uh, if you're ever looking for an interview I did, just go up on, on Twitter and you'll find it, or on YouTube, and they're put into playlists. And then next weekend, well, uh, Jessup will be in the area for two games, and so we'll cover those. Those are going to be significant games for Jessup. So we'll be doing uh, quite a bit of live coverage over the next two weeks. But the show will be back on Monday morning. So thank, thank you, you very much, much for supporting our podcast. Monday. Please like and subscribe. Get out to your local NAI school because NAI basketball is the best entertainment value in America. 